1: All right, Adam,
2: you've got this. Too long you've relied on Susan and Shamanda and Crashly and Dirk, Nazi EJ, but you've relied on those friends of yours to defend you. But now you got to fry up some howling monsters. So you just got to use this flamethrower, which, you know, is pretty self-explanatory. It throws flames. You point it and it does it. And you've got to kick this monster's us No You gotta kick this monster's ass That's right Adam You're an ass kicker Okay You take names You kick asses And today is the day That you're done taking names And you're just kicking asses And you'll take names later If you have to But right now We're focusing on the ass Not in a sexual way In an ass kicking way Okay Let's do this
3: Friends in an alternate future, welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of hunting howlers and recuperating reckoners in the real and actual 2006. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries.
0: Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shaman Felt, the initiate. And I just have to say, <coughs> I'm going <coughs> to I think I'm going to pull through this. Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play Adam Miller,
2: the weird scientist. And I came here to kick some ass and drink some Sprite. And I'm all out of Sprite.
4: Hi, this is Aaron Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine The Chosen. And I do not like the sounds coming out of this monster um, that's chasing me and Adam. And not just because, like, I don't, I generally don't like monster sounds, but this one sounds specific. Specifically, like the sounds that were coming out of my mom's bedroom one time when Uncle Charlie came to visit, and then she said it was his sciatic nerve. I don't know about that.
5: <laughs> yes. I hope that's not Crashly's mom's brother.
4: No, it's not. no, oh, my no, no, it's not. <laughs> no. But thank you for checking. <laughs> yeah, Uncle had quotes around it.
5: Okay, clear that Ew. from your mind, you dirty listeners. <laughs>
6: Hi, everyone. My name is Claire Linnick, and I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And with everything going on, I'm considering getting bangs.
5: Hi, everyone. I'm Alan Linnick, and I play CEJ, the mundane. And it turns out explosions are a lot more supportive than we thought, because that last one really got my back. Oh, wow, wow, wow.
3: So, Jeff, I just want to talk through that with you just real quick while we're here in yeah. the before times. <laughs> So you get to your stats are going to reset so uh, you can see at the top of this sheet it says you can assign your stats in any order and you can see that that's what it's going to be all of your moves reset so you don't have all of those extra moves that Adam Miller did have um, you're going to lose all of those except for weird science you'll keep that perfect. Your luck does not reset. So uh, I have everything there. So you just need to pick three moves from the existing moves that we have written out for the weird scientists. And then we'll put it in and start playing. I know you picked you used destructive genius last time. So it seems like that maybe is one. I think so. Um, I was also
2: um. Let's see. Yeah, I'm just looking through the other ones. i um, also quick question. Looking at the sheet, we have uh, so for the luck cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about this mo- moment defies, or yeah, defies your expectations. You must study it further. What does that mean? I learned
3: mm-hmm. something.
1: Um, so
3: a lot of the luck costs are basically things of like, you use your luck and then it affects the storyline further, right? So like an example is when anytime Shamanda uses luck, something goes wrong for the dojo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which reminds me, I got uh, to send a voicemail. Yeah, Luffy. right. <laughs> <laughs> Any,
3: or like anytime Susan uses luck, it's, it, she discovers that what currently is happening is related to something that she was involved in years ago. Like usually that means like Whatever's currently happening is related to either Lamau or when she was an assassin, those types of things. So, they're supposed to be luck points. The mundanes is weird because the mundane is just like purely a positive, but most of the time, mm-hmm. spending luck means that your kind of specific playbook, you get a new kind of hook, like a new plot hook. So, my idea for it was to say, anytime you use luck, something happens in such a way. That you're you're going to tell me what about it is counter to what you as a scientist would have expected, Mm -hmm. and then you're just gonna you are going to as much as you want or not going to be like, oh, I need to figure out why it happened that way instead of a different way. It basically is like the dad in Fringe, or maybe like uh, Fox Mulder and X Files, or even like a any Jeff Goldblum scientist character where you're a little like, ooh. I have to study this. This is interesting Mm -hmm. is kind of the, the idea that I had for it. Uh, If you have an idea of something else that you want to do instead, that's totally fine. But you just want anytime you spend luck to somehow give you a little plot hook or the potential for one. Cool. I love it. Um, Cool. I think I'm picking destructive genius, ego transformation and engineering. Okay. Ego transformation and engineering. And obviously, also, Jeff, with these, we Mm -hmm. are going to play these a little bit by ear in terms of, like, these might get tweaked as we go. If it's like, actually, this move doesn't make sense or is not working super well. totally. Okay, Jeff. So you have your three moves in your sheet.
2: Yeah. And I think my area of study will be, you know, technical, uh,
3: like electronics. Electronics? Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. I wasn't sure if it was going to be that or food science. I mean, Mm -hmm. honestly...
1: Food science?
3: I do
2: like food science. Yeah, but electronics makes more sense. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, with the, I have a minor in food science.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: So you have your food handler's permit?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to say electronics, minor in food science then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most of my electronics use food. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And you have a Tamagotchi in your chest.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> no. oh, right. oh, yeah. You iron manned yourself.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's Uh, keeping me alive. If ever it does, I don't if I ever get defeated, I may die. Oh no. Where we left off, Shamana and C E J are recovering from some major harm on the floor of the Bramer Community Center while Susan is on alert, watching, and concerned. While Susan is dealing with a very important phone call with Crashly because Crashly and Adam were left behind. They have been moving to catch up with the other three at the Bramer Community Center in Barora, Nebraska, but they are currently stuck at the Borora Cooperative Tire Shop. Yeah. And you have discovered from Susan that you are being hunted by two Ozark Howlers, presumably merged with Bondlegrob buds, and you had just seen one of them come out of the car bay, the the sort of the bay under in the floor where a mechanic would work, creeping up towards you. You have no idea where the other one is. Adam Miller, you had used your abilities to make a flamethrower for Crashly, and you also found one yourself. So you are each yeah. equipped with a flamethrower. <laughs> the one yeah. that Crashly has, I believe, will only work three times. Uh yeah, they each have three charges. Okay, great. Yeah, or I guess
2: I I gave Crashly the, the the real flamethrower I found, and okay. I'm using the uh, the one I made because I'm smaller.
3: Yeah, I think I'm gonna stick with that though. That each one has three charges, so you cool. each have three charges on your flamethrower. Adam and Crashly, let's start with you on this because I think you're in the almost literal hot seat. What you see before you looks to be dark black fur almost that kind of black fur where it has like a silver sheen to it because it's so dark Mm. it is wide in shoulder it's quadrupedal it looks kind of like a mix between a black bear and a leopard Mm. long long claws it's walking forward but it also has horns on it. So there is a little bit of a, like almost like a goat mixed into it
1: mm. Ooh. Uh, around
3: the head and face. It looks terrifying. And you can hear just a low, like, <laughs> as it is starting to call out, What are you two doing in this moment? no
4: Ugh. am i still on the phone with susan i, I don't remember.
3: remember i honestly don't remember susan and crashly because it's been a little bit yeah. were you two still on the phone with each other or i did- do
6: not remember hang up if i'm being honest but mm-hmm. i would be fine pl- I'd, so i'd be fine playing it on or if you just want to hang up right away it wouldn't hurt my feelings <laughs>
4: no i was just yeah. gonna say uh, i was just gonna yell into the phone like what's its weakness susan what's its
6: weakness Okay, perfect. Can I
4: roll Lore Library?
3: You did last time, and you didn't know. Okay, okay. That's what I didn't
4: remember. So I do remember that
3: that happened. Susan and Crashly attempted to confirm on that, but Susan, unfortunately, just has never really dealt with an Ozark Howler.
4: Problem. And doesn't
3: really know what it fears.
4: Then I'm going to shoot it with a flamethrower. Yeah.
3: Okay. As you do, Crashly, seems like it's a roll to kick some ass. Yeah this Hell thing is yeah. directly in front of you. So it is charging forward at the same moment that you are releasing flame on this. So yeah. go ahead and roll to kick some ass. Okay. Adam Miller, oh. are you also releasing or doing the same? Yeah. Yeah. I-,
4: I got a six.
3: Okay. Then Adam, I would say we'll call this a help out since you are kind of doing the same thing, but crashly cool. is taking the lead on it. So Adam, since you are now the weird scientist, you no longer yeah. have the power of heart
1: oh, oh.
3: as you once did. Oh no. I feel but, a little colder but Jeff inside. Jeff
6: does. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff does, does.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, as a, as we switch over to your new improved uh Adam Miller. Yeah, you lose the power of heart. You lose oops, you lose a lot of your your mundane oh, abilities as I don't feel improved. Yeah. Well, here's what it is, Adam. It's once you landed and you revealed the Tamagotchi in your chest, it's like you can't <laughs> put the Tamagotchi back in. Yeah in the Mm. pocket once it's installed in the chest yeah the power of heart i had to remove the heart and put in a (laughs) tamagotchi. that is right (laughs) you can see in this moment that like and and honestly adam i think like it it is kind of interesting to me because you studied with dr Einajar for quite some time and like you know he he seemed to take an interest in you and th- this is a moment where you realize it's almost like I think what you have in this moment is, Adam, you've been having this weird relationship with what you learned at the technical college. Mm-hmm. And I think as you're landing, you're remembering the experience of talking to Brian in the <gasps> simulation, Brian, who eventually got revealed to be a young version of Dr. Einajar, <gasps> before you shut him down. Wait, what? For real? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you <laughs> not remember this? I remember. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that was pretty cool. You did. Thanks. (laughs) Oh, I see. I see. I see. Um, And Brian, one thing Brian did show you, that it's about the choices we make, not not our essential nature, right? Because Brian was willing and interested in being good, even though who he became was somebody who is not. And you realize in this moment, as you're getting ready for all of this, you, you switch over and embrace. You can take the skills that you learned from Dr. Einarjar without becoming the man that Dr. Einarjar was. And you have full access to your weird scientist self. So anyway, you are going to roll plus cool to help out. Yeah, I am. And I rolled an eight. An eight. Okay, great. Woo. 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 So Crashly, that <laughs> means Adam Miller, you are going to give advantage to Crashly, but you are also going to expose yourself to trouble or danger. So Crashly, go ahead and re-roll one of your dice and we will see what happens here. Oh yeah.
4: Bring okay, it. Okay, I got an eight this time.
3: Nice. Okay, great. So yeah, you and your target perfect. inflict harm on each other. As this thing barrels forward into you, so Crashly, uh, you are going to release the flamethrower. Let's see, Susan has the stats for a flamethrower. So that's three harm, close, Thanks. heavy, volatile. Yeah. So the Howler Grob is going to take three harm. <laughs> nice. Howler As it is lanced Howl-a-grab. in. Howler Grob. However, Crashly, this thing is barreling forward. It has a lot of just physical momentum. As it's charging, and it is close enough that it is going to rake its claws at you. It's not close enough to get its bite in, but it is close enough for the claws. You are going to take two harm. Oh, no. As it does that. Oh, no. But it is pushed back from the flame. You hear it scream this just truly awful scream. I'm going to play it once right now for our listeners to hear and then after that, I just want you to imagine it happening because it's honestly just too awful for me to, to put in every time. Oh,
4: Tyler really hates this noise. I really
3: don't like this noise. Oh, I'm scared. It screams like that in that moment. Crashly, so you are taking two harm.
4: Uh-huh. So I'm critical now.
3: Why? Oh. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Crash. Oh. Oh.
3: Well. 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 So a oh, few God. things happen. First oh, and foremost, God damn Adam Miller. Yeah. When you hear that howl, you need to roll plus cool as it oh. screams.
0: Oh.
2: Okay. I'm not cool, Tyler. It's a seven.
3: You get oh. rattled. Oh, I'm rattled by this. Honestly, you get pretty oh. rattled. You're going to have disadvantage the next time you roll a move. Damn. Okay. And and I think part of the reason that you get rattled is not just from hearing this howl it's from hearing the responding howl that's behind you Mm. (gasps) as you realize that there is another one there are you turning to look for the other one or are you staying focused on the one in front of you um the old adam would freak out and turn to look so this one's staring straight at him baller i love Mm. it crashly you are critical yeah. So that means, Crashly, in this moment, as you hit critical, you are on the cusp, you're right on the edge, you know, basically, if anything else happens, you are going to die. Yeah. That realization and that feeling yourself right up against that cliff of annihilation, because truly, again, Crashly, you are a spirit possessing a body, and you have been barred from the afterlife by Rude. Susan's spell. Yeah. So if you die, your spirit goes nowhere that energy is destroyed the universe is profaned and in that moment we cut over to Derek Pfeiffer. Derek what are you doing
5: right now (laughs) I think so that there the camera if there is such a thing um kind of like swooshes and then melts through the the like threads of reality kind of like slowly pull apart and unravel for us to see into this extra dimensional space that Derek has fled to and in it it's it's a non it's this like bizarre, really hard to parse um non Euclidean realm where like
1: <laughs> okay
5: Claire <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I said a word with Clit
0: in it everywhere. Oh. 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 Did not wondering. catch that. It's Euclidean. A, it's a What's non- that word?
5: Euclidean mean? space. Um, <laughs> where where like just it doesn't make any particular logical sense to look at based on the world we've been in, we live in. Um, but Derek is everywhere in it all at once. And uh, I think at this point. He's probably eschewed his sort of mortal suit yeah, yeah. you uh in fact yeah. you yeah, you shredded it it broke apart yeah it's it's gone it's 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 completely gone, and so all around this basically everywhere you look or try to look, um it just feels like you're on the kind of like the inside of a sphere where every space around you is curved, and nothing leads to anything else. And everywhere in that sphere, are like coating it all around you, everywhere are just eyes. And they're <laughs> forlorn, like sad, deeply saddened eyes. And they're all closed. Um, oh, Derek was a watcher once long and long ago. And mm-hmm. now he refuses to see.
0: Oh, wow. My buddy. Wow. So wow. sad.
5: And in that
3: moment, Derek, of complete desolation and isolation. You experience two things, one, a tug and one, a realization. The tug is you as all angels, as we established with James, angels have the divine chore wheel. They work as a collective to keep the universe running. You all have a chore. You take it. Your chore that you took on uh, originally was to be a watcher, and then it was to protect Crashly. That is your divine that is the chore that you took on. If you don't do that chore, that chore doesn't get done. That's the nature of it. And just to say, because I, I think it's fun, I realized at one point, thinking about this, really the only difference between demons and angels is demons refuse to do their chores. Like demons <laughs> oh, demons, demons, so don't, true. Yeah, demons yeah. don't do the chore wheel. Angels do the chore wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Stinkers.
0: <laughs> chores are lame. Yeah. Chores, yeah.
3: we'll see. And you know who would agree with you? Ryder Strong. Ryder Strong <laughs> Ooh, would agree with you. Wow. My dad? yeah yeah your dad would your dad would Papa? agree with you
1: Papa, can you hear me
3: so Papa strong <laughs> Derek. so your chore is still that you feel a tug on that and that leads to the realization and the realization is
5: crashly
3: is not gone what do you do in
5: this moment all the eyes open at once there's an infinite number of them it, it's it's like being completely encased in like a one of those uh, astronomy domes or like those you know those movie theaters they have at the mm-hmm. museum
4: yeah um
5: but if it was on uh, under your feet too and uh, all the eyes open they're all different colors and sizes and like shapes um and they all pull towards the center if there was such a thing of this space and just kind of like become a blob of ever moving circuitous eyes and then they compress like an octopus and like <laughs> kind of like push out of the space uh, through a tiny, almost like quarter sized hole. For those of our international listeners, um, a euro coin size <laughs> hole. Uh, or, you know, whatever, whatever the major coin is of the denomination Ugh. where you're from. <laughs>
3: Think of the largest coin that you can what's the, get.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's the yes.
5: biggest coin you would actually carry mm. to spend? Mm. Um, that's Ooh, good that's the size of this whole good question. Uh, Economic and
0: inclusion it, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> And what if your culture has no coins? Well, Oh, is that possible? Sorry, I'm sorry. Is the size they, of a coins... dollop
4: of conditioner that you would yeah. use?
6: Yeah.
5: And also apologies, because coins rule. They're clinky. They they're heavy. <laughs> they have a fun tactile. Off feel. track, baby.
6: You're off track. You <laughs> can like all kinds of fun bit.
5: stuff on them. Uh, anyway, the eyes <laughs> pour out of this hole. They it's like a flood of these connected eyes, and they spill out into reality. Um, and I would I would say that they probably come out where Derek wherever it was Derek left, which was like that little riverside. Yeah, you were
3: on the the mm-hmm. banks of the Mystery River, just outside of. Haverford in mystery County
5: Derek that's where you return great so without and and not as a human being but as the really uncomfortable to behold angelic form of Derek Flyfer uh, he emerges onto the riverbank absolutely scaring the shit out of a turkey um, <laughs> that is just walking around
3: not only that also scaring <laughs> the shit out of the Fisherman, there i guess at this point you guys are kind of late day kind of trying to get that golden hour fishing <laughs> spot you know mm-hmm. uh, a lot of fish hit most in the evening or in the early morning and jim nast he likes to go fishing in the <laughs> evening yeah, so jim. he's there he's going back to to cast and he just goes oh my god oh my god. god as
5: he sees you just appear do not beforehand. be afraid <laughs> i'm
3: afraid i am afraid
5: no, do not be afraid.
1: Uh, take what you want. I gotta go. Uh.
5: Oh, man, are you okay?
3: <laughs> <laughs> he starts to hey. try to run, but he just keeps running into you somehow every which way he looks.
5: Hey, whoa, whoa, hey. <laughs> and I would like to coalesce around him in a comforting oh. way. Oh,
1: oh.
3: Okay. In a comforting way. Well, I, I think let's have this be uh, roll plus, I mean, I don't think you have any specific... Well, you know what? You do have a move similar to this, which is soothe. So you, if you want, you can just do that if you're trying to soothe him. So <laughs> uh,
5: Wait, so I don't have to roll. I just... So-
3: you don't have to roll. Yeah, you just get to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, you if,
6: rolled so high.
4: If I you're
3: did. Soothe- I finally oh. had a good roll.
4: Save it for the next well, one. Well, otherwise,
3: yeah. I was going to have you roll plus charm. So it's up to you.
6: Oh, he doesn't have a good charm. So never mind. <laughs> <sighs>
5: Uh no I, I no I don't need a roll so Ha-ha. yeah so
3: you're just soothing him Ha-ha. yeah so so you as long as <laughs> no. you're continuing to talk and you're quiet your your calming angelic voice that is quiet for an angel but still quite loud for anybody with human ears you you sort of physically and spiritually embrace him hey, <laughs> and hey. Hey. he calms down. He remembers, well, no, I guess he still hasn't seen Kate and Leopold. He just (laughs) thinks about what it would have been, uh, which is sort of his go-to. Like Jim, anytime, you know, all of the struggle he had with his his wife and everything, he always just thinks about how good he imagines Kate and Leopold was, and that calms him down. And so you just hear him being like, I mean, I have to imagine the chemistry between Meg Ryan and Hugh Jackman must have been off the charts.
5: Yes, both of them were exemplary high school students.
3: <laughs> and, and he's like a young Viola Davis in a breakout role.
5: Wow, Jim, focus on whatever you're thinking about, but also, I need a body,
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so roll, roll
5: at this point to manipulate
3: someone, you're trying to get him to let you use. His body, correct? Gymnast, the rescue.
1: Mm. Shit!
3: Oh, uh,
5: I rolled a four.
3: You going to the fish. Okay.
5: <laughs> I turn to the turkey. Forget gymnast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Jim. Jim's like, no, you can't. You can't have my body. No, I, I abjure you. No. Okay, very well. Let the power of Christ compel you. Get out.
5: What? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Bye. Uh, and I float over to the turkey And I'm going to try to get in the turkey body <laughs> Oh
1: my god Yes
5: turkey Do not be afraid <laughs>
1: I'm going
3: to say uh, I, I'm going to say Roll, roll, roll plus dumb With advantage <laughs> So you're going to try to possess the turkey This should be very easy
1: Claire, shut up. I have an advantage. Oh, like- do you? Oh. Quite yeah. <laughs> it's worse, it's worse, it's
5: worse. How? I'm using I'm I'm burning a luck. I'm burning a luck. <laughs> Alright, Derek, you're burning a luck. I'm burning a luck, and because I'm burning a luck, I want to use the turkey to recreate Derek's old body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
5: Okay, okay. This does not harm the turkey because I would never do that. It just <laughs> changes it. Uh,
3: okay, so you want to turn nice. you... So he, let me understand this correctly. You want to try to turn the turkey into a human body without <laughs> yeah. harming the turkey, but yeah. you are going to be residing inside of the turkey. <sighs> I will
5: be... Yes, yes.
0: He's doing okay. Taylor Lautner if he wasn't a werewolf, but he was a turkey. <laughs> this
5: is, this is to, to become one, but turkey become one.
3: <laughs> turkey become one, indeed. You know, normally, obviously, this makes no sense within the, the rules, but it makes every sense within the fiction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because when you spend a luck, you get word that your mission requires something to be done urgently. In this instance, that the universe literally is going to be disrupted. If you don't do something right now, your chore fails. Crashly will die. She will disappear and cease to exist. The universe does not like things to cease to exist. It likes things to change and become new things because the universe is all about growth and progress, though that becomes slow and, and painful. That is still its goal. And Crashly is in a position, through no fault of her or anyone else's, just where that is going to be denied to her And you cannot abide that. So some things that normally the universe would not look kindly on, namely the forceful changing of shape from one animate being into (laughs) a completely different form, uh, almost a forced spiritual evolution. The universe is willing to look the other way on this because the universe is ultimately a pretty good manager. You know, yeah, sometimes you need to know when to break the rules to support the rules. Mm. So truth. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think what I'm gonna have you do then is roll plus weird for me because we're gonna use this loosely as like a use magic to see if there's a any sort of glitch.
5: So on top of the So you're definitely gonna succeed. It's at, it's gonna happen. I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh my god. What
0: <laughs> you
5: too. I rolled a two. <gasps>
0: <gasps> Alan! Okay, no. well,
3: so so there is a pretty there's a pretty Unfortunate side
5: effect to all of this. Yes, uh, oh, no, I know the turkey becomes god.
4: I was gonna say, I, I'm the turkey. I, I roll to help.
5: <laughs> I I think I, there's a fusion process, and there's this like it's kind of like that Beauty and the Beast moment where light pours out of the turkey's body, and then it like slowly changes what? shape. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. And it's beautiful.
1: like, yeah. is- I am alive. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and
5: I become Derek Feather. The, uh, so I, I retain the memories and like feelings of the turkey uh, as, as it it just like becomes absorbed into the consciousness of Derek Fleifer.
3: All right. Yeah. So, so Derek Fleifer becomes a bit turkey. Turkey-ish. Yeah. Yes. Great.
5: <laughs> Is there any physical observable? Yeah. I I I, I keep the spurs. Oh, oh. oh. Whoa.
0: turkey lurky time. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I, so
5: just like out of the like above where my Achilles tendon is sticking out of the back of my lower calves, there's just these like two sharp, mm. like big bony spurs. Yeah, just like handy. uh
3: rose thorns sticking out of the back of your legs. Uh that's horrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I think what I'm gonna say for this then, Derek, if if you're cool with it. Is anytime you take an emotional condition, I'm going to have you roll a plus whatever seems relevant at the time, and that will determine, and it's just going to be a, a success or failure. So it's just going to be a seven up, everything's fine, six or lower, you're going to have a turkey instinct take over Yes, in that moment. Mm-hmm. So that's just going to be a thing that will exist for us until such time as it, it makes sense that you move past that and get total control of your, your turkey self or find some way to create a new body and release the turkey back into its natural state. But Jim Nast watches in horror as this turkey contorts, oh. shifts, moves, and and it is not a smooth process. It is not, like, that light happens in everything that you describe. But also, we watch a turkey shift over genuses, species, families. I think, like, in some respects, what happens is the turkey devolves back, to the common ancestor between a turkey and a human, and then evolves forward into the humanness mm. side of it. And Jim Nest has to watch that all happen at speed with horror in his eyes, and he's just oh like, my "Gosh, you would have done that to me?" No, no way. Oh wait, Uh wait, you're that you're that kid I see around town.
5: Yeah. Hey, Jim. Thanks for those tickets. I gotta go now. Aww. Um, and because I so distinctly feel like I'm still a turkey, I would have liked to attempt to fly to wherever <sighs> uh, Crashly is.
2: He doesn't know that turkeys can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what a good reference.
6: Wait,
5: can turkeys not fly? <laughs> no,
6: they I mean, they can fly like 15 feet. <laughs> yeah.
3: As God is my witness,
6: <laughs> Derek
5: didn't
3: know that turkeys fly.
6: <laughs> and Alan literally just put in canned turkey, and spam came up.
5: <laughs>
6: but just not for a long distance. Like I said, like fifteen like a chicken. feet, quarter of a mile is what yeah, they're
5: further saying. Further than you can fly.
6: I don't need to be spoken to that way in front of all of our friends. <laughs> Okay. All, all of y'all. All of y'all Since I'll never laugh <laughs> oh. again.
2: Yeah, no. Turkey can fly for yeah about a quarter of a mile, so you can do a quarter of a mile at a time. Yeah. this is also just <laughs> okay. such which a funny
3: reference to WKRP has an, uh which what? is an old TV show has an incredible bit about turkeys and flying and the fact that we just organically landed into it. I'm very impressed with. Okay, huh. yeah. So you're going to try to fly, Derek. I mean. You do have one of your skills that you took was shapeshifter. So Ooh. it makes sense to me that you can develop the the kind of wings part of this. And I guess that's how all of this kind of makes sense. You're using that to make something else shapeshift. I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Give it a shot. Roll plus weird. We'll see what happens. I'm not. Mm. not here's the one thing I will say. You cannot use a luck for this.
6: Hmm. Well, what's your weird modifier? Yeah.
5: Zero. What okay. did you roll? Five.
6: That's hard. The rolls are hard
5: today. Honestly, yeah. flying there
6: might you might need to bounce or something, babe, to get there. And, like <laughs> no, like like okay, literally, fine.
5: I bounce to wherever Crashly is.
6: <laughs> I feel like you would know how.
3: <laughs> I I also yeah. agree Yeah,
6: to boom bam.
3: Yeah, I mean it's unfortunate because there is a move that the divine has access to, which is doing exactly this, which is angel wings. Um. But Derek does not have it, so mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I think in this moment, Derek, you're um, gonna have to.
4: There's a horsey again,
3: horsey trotting around. What
0: is that? Someone's
3: typing. Someone that's typed. Jeff typing oh. on his keyboard. Oh, sorry, I,
2: thought I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I muted myself. I'm looking up how long would it take a turkey to fly from Michigan to Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if it took a plane, it would be 11 hours and 45 minutes. That oh,, right? no, that's not right. What is that? That's
1: that's
2: Let's a car see. drive. Oh no! Flying time. To, oh, from Michigan to Turkey. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, 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 Turkey.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we need to look up a turkey's average flying speed. It's about fifty-five miles per hour.
1: That's not nice. wow. 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 That's pretty that's good. Fast. That's you know highway what? Here, speed. Here's what I'll say.
3: It's a road trip. Let's see. And then how how far is it from Nebraska to Michigan? Is <laughs> um. I am really trying to understand. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so dumb to me. Uh so it's it's like 750 miles.
5: Okay, great. So it takes me like 13 hours to get there?
4: Oh god. You might want to just bamf. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
5: you got like bounce. 28 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, so here's what I'll say, Derek. No, I'm on the way. Yeah, <laughs> so Derek, if you want
3: to just fly, you have no limits. And you have shift shift all of this stuff so you can push your your physical body past its turkey limits. Oh to, my god! To fly <laughs> oh, further Tyler? distances than a normal turkey could.
5: <laughs> oh no.
1: So if you
3: want to, what? I will say
5: what that, is w- happening
3: with a combination of your shape-shifting ability and uh, mm. no limits. That if you want Derek flyfer to sprout wings and start to turkey fly to Barora, Nebraska, you absolutely can. It yes. is going to take you thirteen hours. <laughs> To Great. Get
5: there. Yeah. I am yeah. flying, and for the record, I don't want to sprout wings. I just want to flap my human arms. Okay. <laughs>
6: now wait—is oh, there a quicker what? way? Because yeah, we're all in there... trouble, Alan.
5: I think that well, bounce might be quicker.
6: Yeah, bounce might be. Why don't you bounce, baby? Bounce, baby.
4: Bounce, bounce,
5: bounce baby. Uh-uh. Bounce. I don't have. I don't have that move though. The like. Yeah, sh- that sh- would oh. be a that would be a use magic move. Like it feels. Right. I, I like. I would love. I truly. This isn't like a me. You know. Pushing buttons to see what happens. I mm. I truly don't. Uh, of the moves that I have available, I don't yeah. see any way to faster. To, well, I'm like, kind of pushing somebody, it on the flying. Even maybe
3: mm. somebody could engineer you a portal. Oh. You do have a cell phone. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You you could call anybody.
5: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna call. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, well, I don't. I'm gonna call Crashly. Can
6: I say something nuts? Wouldn't you know Chad real? <laughs> What? Wouldn't you know Chadriel?
5: Yeah, but
3: Crashley's in Chadriel. Oh, right. Well, not really. Chadriel I mean Chadriel is body. with Ryder Strong right now. It's oh, canonically that's right. what happened is he he went to go help him.
5: Right. So, I'm going I'm going to call Crashley.
3: Yeah, what? and and uh Derek's not like super close with Chadriel. They're just both angels. Yeah, we don't like all know each other.
5: <laughs> but
3: yes, in this moment, Derek You uh, start to flap your wings. You realize, like, wait, I should check in. You pick up your phone. The one thing is, I guess... Holy
5: moly, seven messages.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) because somehow some part of the turkey recreated the cellular phone that you you had. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And so you you check your phone, you see messages. Uh, You call Crashly. Crashly, as this uh, horrific creature slashes at you, and you feel yourself... Coming close to the edge of death's door, your phone rings. No, I pick it up. Great, yeah. As as it is howling, slavering over you, it's hot spittle dripping on your face hmm. as it is pushing you to the ground. You grab your phone and you see it is from Derek.
1: Derek, hi
4: Derek.
5: Hey, Cra- Crashly.
4: Hi, wow, uh, your voice. Uh oh yeah. Uh, I'm in a body, a different Crashly. body.
5: What are you doing?
4: I'm talking to Derek. Derek just oh. called me on my phone, Hey
2: Derek, Hey Derek. I'm here,
4: and Adam's here too, but we're in really, really big trouble. I'm so glad to hear from you, but, like, I'm freaking out right now.
5: Oh, no, can, can you get here
4: fast? like, um, can you like get here through like a portal or something?
5: Ooh, uh... I could make one.
3: I think at that oh. point Crashly that mm-hmm. th- this this is becoming quite a long conversation while you are underneath a giant beast
4: oh he's oh he's pinned me i thought he couldn't get close enough to bite i thought he just oh i guess
3: you're right okay so yeah uh, well yeah so he slashed at you uh sorry a lot has happened uh so he slashed at you with it or it slashed at you with its claws you pushed it back with flame it took three harm it is still coming at you so yeah you're having a very panicked phone call while trying to hold the flamethrower
4: and healing myself at the same time hear me
3: no. Okay. That <laughs> I mean, was worth a shot. Just I mean, checking. I, I yeah. mean, you, can, you yeah. can certainly say you're attempting to do all three of those things. You have to then do those three things. Yeah. I mean, while she's on the phone, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blast this guy with fire. Yeah. She's talking to
2: Derek. Okay, great. So mm-hmm. then I would
3: say, uh, Adam Miller, while Crashly is talking to Derek, you step in. You are going to roll to kick some ass yourself. Dang right. Oh, my God. I rolled a natural
1: 12. Whoa. Hello.
3: Kill it, okay. Dong. So you are going to do harm to it. It can still do harm to you unless you pick something to diminish that. While you inflict harm on it, you also get mm-hmm. to choose. Uh, you can have advantage. Oh, Jeff? Yeah. You are oh, rattled. What?
2: <gasps> Dang
3: it. Oh, so you need to reroll one of those two dice. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, okay, right. it succeed three. right?
5: Because you'll get a seven lowest. And
3: specifically you need to re-roll the highest dice. Okay, they're both sixes, which is mm-hmm. pretty, cool. We, all that is pretty cool. cool. we all heard it. Um,
2: let's see, and let me see. My tough is one. So it's
3: like twelve again because I rolled a five. Hey, wow. hey. okay, great. Sick. You're so rattled, but you know what? In this moment, you're a you're a friggin' scientist. And you rise above it and you hold down that trigger on the flamethrower. And you blow it's, it. Yeah, and this is, like, the tiny little, uh, like, um, lighter. So it's just, like, yeah. a hand. The Fon's lighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. So on a 10+, plus, you get to inflict harm on it and pick one from the following. You get advantage on your next roll or can give advantage to somebody else. You inflict extra harm. You take less harm yourself. You force it where you want or you take something from it. Um, ooh.
2: Let's see. So we're in this car shop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
3: is there like oil somewhere? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's uh, I mean, there's what you believe is, is like some cans of oil, you know, like a, a big drum. I want to force it over by the big drum of oil. OK, great. Yeah. You uh, angle it it in such a way that it goes there. It does get close and you are going to take it. So this is this is a moment where it's like a, a kick some ass. Right. So you inflict harm on each other. I'm going to tweak mm-hmm. it a little bit. It is not the one inflicting harm on you. The other one is as you feel Um, a bite on your the back of your neck ah, in your shoulder as you take three harm from the other one getting the drop on you. And you realize it is right on top of you. I'm dying. Yes. And so you just go down hard. Crashly, Mm. you watch Adam moves it over, uh, manages to move it over while you're on the phone with uh, Derek. You're kind of screaming to him back and forth, and then yeah. you watch this thing drop from the shadows, take Adam to the ground, oh. and you are there panicked. Crashly, what do you say in this moment to Derek?
4: I say, I got to go. It looks like Adam's about to die, so I'm going to hang up. <laughs> what? No, 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 that's not true. I'm going to tell him where we are. I'm going to be like, we're in Barora. We're in Barora, Nebraska. I need you to get here as soon as you can. Um, And then I, I'm going to get off the phone.
3: Okay, great. The phone goes dead on you. Derek, what do you do, Derek?
5: Uh, oh, man, I, uh, geez, I, how do I, I fly there? I don't know what else to do. I I don't know how to get there any faster. Would Derek
3: think about the possibility that Susan is a magic user and could like, I, I'm fine with it if you don't do it, but I just want to throw it, like, make sure that that's not a thing that later, uh, is like, oh, I would have done that if you had mentioned it is like, absolutely. You could call Susan and ask her to portal you in. Yeah, let's do that. Beep, boop, beep, boop. So we're going to cut over then to CEJ, Shamanda, and Susan. Susan, you're standing over. CEJ and Shamanda have loosely healed. They are still in pretty rough shape. Uh, Both of them are in grievous shape Uh, they both have five harm but they are currently stable you're sort of standing over them standing guard in the bramer community center watching them all what are the three of you talking about in this moment you just got off the phone with crashly you know that she and adam are encountering something awful susan what are you doing in this moment
6: um i'm just like trying to be very reassuring but i think it's coming off like maybe almost like a little creepy or flippant (laughs) you know where it's like yeah i actually think this is going really well and um i think you know this is i'm having a good time with you
0: guys shamanda how is that landing for you (laughs) shamanda if her eyes were like if she could roll her eyes hard enough to be like stuck in that position you know when liz lemon gets them stuck in her eyes (laughs) um of just like susan be realistic okay i'm basically got shot Okay, 20 Uh minutes until something goes down. Uh, We don't even know where Adam and and Crashly are. And Dragline, she came in the room and she said another failed audition. That was the most (gasps) bitchy thing she could have done. Things are bad. And it's your birthday tomorrow. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't have anything planned. What? (laughs) I don't. Okay, I've been going through a lot and I'm freaking embarrassed and I feel stupid. No, no, no. Oh,
6: no, you know what? Don't cry. You don't have to cry. Everything's good. I don't know. Don't cry.
1: Okay.
5: You're both crying. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I'm having a tinnitus thing like pretty hard right now. So I didn't catch everything you just said. But (laughs) I got to tell you, I can cry too. I'm hurting pretty bad.
6: That's right. And I just give a big hug. That's right, back. My back. My
5: back. all blisters.
3: Now, I want to check in on this just in this moment. Is this a moment because i could see it easily being either of this being the case this seems to me like either this is a moment where susan and shamanda are each taking a condition or a moment where they are dealing with the feels and clearing conditions i can't tell so i i want to see which one feels more true for you two.
0: i think tears are healing in
6: my book yeah.
0: great yeah in this point like you know i'm a, but shamanda's been on the brink of death is come back on the other side and is realizing like, oh, you've not made very smart decisions. Great. And this is the reality of the situation.
3: Susan, go ahead and roll plus weird then. This is you offering support or comfort to Shamanda. Got a nine. A nine, great. You can remove her embarrassed condition, but only after you either admit something embarrassing yourself or make a bold gesture. Um, (sighs)
6: I wish I could think of a bold gesture that was healing. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've been a surgeon this whole time.
6: Yeah. I was trying to see if there's anything I could do, like Tori Palsis, where I get hurt so that you heal some, but I don't really Mm -hmm. have anything.
3: I mean, a bold gesture doesn't have to be a a foolhardy gesture.
6: Well, that's true. So uh, I guess I am just going to get down and look right in Shamanda's eyes and just be like... I know you've been going through so much and haven't been the best version of yourself, but you don't deserve any of this. You are such a good kid.
3: Yeah, honestly, and I think I think like the gesture there is Susan being honest with Shamanda that like Shamanda has been fucking up. Right. Mm-hmm. Like being like, I'm not gonna tell you that you're great, uh like or that you've been making the right choice. And Shamanda, it it is having Susan be there and confirm your fears, but also tell you that she's still cares about you and thinks that you're a good person. I think that like, that's something that's pretty powerful. So your condition, it, unless you want to keep it, you can resolve your embarrassed condition.
0: Uh, I want to resolve it for sure.
3: Great. Yeah. So you go back to no conditions and you're all there. And then Susan, you get a phone call. What is your ringtone? I just realized we've never established.
6: <sighs> um. It's Rod Stewart's, uh, glad bags and hand rags.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you are a super fan. Uh,
6: Thank (laughs) you so much.
3: Uh, Yeah, you get a phone call uh, and you see on the the caller ID that it appears to be from Derek Feather.
5: Oh, (laughs) hello, Susan Wexler. Susan. Derek? Yeah, it's me, Derek.
6: Oh, my birthday's not till tomorrow, but you're so sweet. (sighs) Oh,
5: if you think I forgot and I don't know when your birthday is, you are out of (laughs) your mind.
6: I have missed
5: you. I know. I've got to have a big... Oh, actually, wait. I'm not supposed to tell you about that because it's going to be a surprise. (gasps) Okay. I almost ruined it. Can you imagine? I can't. Crashly's in really bad trouble. I know. Okay. But no. (laughs) Where are you? Me? I'm on the riverbank. I think I'm hanging out with Jam Vincent,
6: can you Sh- get here?
5: Wait, is that his name? Jam. No, Vincent. no. <laughs> Jam Michael is- Vincent. Jim. Nass. <laughs> that's a
0: guy from what? the Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> uh, funny.
5: What? Wait, what's the name? What's his actual Gymnast.
3: name?
1: Gymnast. I just told Gymnast. you,
5: Jim <laughs> Gymnast. I'm, I'm hanging out with Gymnast on a river. I think I'm a turkey. now. We're not
3: hanging out. <laughs> I just want to go. Okay, bye. Okay, bye, Gymnast. you just hear Um, Gymnast splashing down the riverbanks,
5: running away. He is going to ruin those chinos.
6: Are you (laughs) where you last saw Crashly? Yeah. Great. Stand right there. Okay. Talk to you later. No. Stay on the line, Tyler. Oh, hello. I'm gonna try to open a portal.
3: Yes. Yes, let's go. Let's nice. go. Let's go. Let's see here. Then Susan. Let's see. Uh, so that would be of the spell options. I guess that would be summoning a monster into the world. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, the thing that makes sense to me. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna say. I think this isn't huge. This isn't full big magic, but this is a little more than a regular spell. So. I think there is one other element that you are going to need for this. Uh, yeah, you, as Su- Susan, as you prepare to do this spell, what is the? How does the spell work? To, you know, how does Susan? What is, Susan usually likes to use? Chants for her spells.
6: Mm-hmm. It's a chant and blood spell, so I'm going to have to spill a little bit of my blood. Okay, just like a little fingerprint. Yeah,
3: you're also going to have to spill one other thing, which is a lie. <gasps> The tea. You know, this is a little bit more than just a regular spell. You need to do a little bit extra for it. And one of the things you need to give up for this is a lie.
6: So I'm, I'm so sorry. The wording, for some reason, I'm tripping. I need to lie to Derek or I need to confess to a lie that I've told
3: you, a little bit. I guess more the latter. But you're not necessarily confessing to a lie. You just need to say what a lie is. So you don't need to say what the truth is. Instead, you just need to say the lie into the ether so that the universe, do you know what I mean? Like, you're just telling the lie and acknowledging that it is a lie. It is not Mm -hmm. about replacing it with truth or anything like that. It is just being like, this is a lie that I tell.
6: Okay, well, if this is not high stakes enough, please let me know. But I'm just gonna be like, I've never been honest about my age. (gasps)
3: <gasps> That's pretty huge. That's a pretty big lie uh, to, to admit.
5: Okay, Wait, fifth. is tomorrow not your birthday? It is. It's just a
6: very different birthday than you think.
5: Oh, no, I don't have enough candles. <laughs> no, you do not. Oh <laughs> man. Susan, roll plus weird. Nine. Susan, this is just about the most devastating thing you could have possibly told me. Susan, there is a
3: glitch to this portal uh, that you are doing. Let's see, which of these do you want (laughs) for your glitch that it's weakened, that it's of short duration, that you take harm, that it draws immediate unwelcome attention, or that there's a problematic side effect?
6: Okay, here's the two. I'm in such a giggly mood. I think either A, I take harm, or B, my other option was that Derek comes through a little more turkey than he <laughs> That was, yeah, if you would pick oh, side was that what you were thinking too? Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's up to you. Do you want it to be a side effect or do t- you take harm?
6: Alan, do you want to play that or do you want me to take Roll for it. What do you mean by that? Odds, nice. odds you turkey. Yeah. Evens I take oh. harm?
3: Odds you turkey, even me take <laughs> harm.
6: <laughs> okay, even I take harm, so I take harm.
3: Okay, great. You take one harm, Susan, as you sort of steal yourself and you say the chant. What is the chant again?
6: Come to me, my friend. Come to me. We'll meet our end.
3: And this does make sense. You did say that there was there's blood involved as well. So you also need to presumably cut yourself.
6: Yeah. So I guess that could kind of be the harm. Yeah. So so you
3: take your blessed knife and.
6: I think I'm just gonna like prick my finger at first, and it like doesn't. Nothing seems to be happening, so I'm just gonna, and for the sake of time, just like slice my palm a little bit.
3: Yeesh, yeah, ouch! You do that. I always wonder why people don't slash the back of their hand because you use that less, you know.
0: Um, I think there are tendons there.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I feel like you don't want to. But if you're just trying to get blood, you don't have to go that deep anyway. Okay, so you do that. Yeah, uh, you take one harm. And you watch before you the familiar shape of a bounce portal up here. You can see on the other side of it, Derek standing there. Well, Derek, are you clothed? Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) through his pants, you can see two uh, turkey spurs ripped through like four inch spurs just sticking out of the back of his legs. But otherwise, it's Derek just the way that you've always seen him. Derek, you look through and you see Susan there with uh,
5: Shamanda and CEJ. What where's Crashly? Step on through,
6: she's just a few blocks away.
5: Okay. And I step on through, and I'm even though I'm through the portal now, I'm still talking to Susan on the phone. <laughs> and I have yeah. my
6: I have my phone up to my ear as well. Okay, okay well where is Crashly?
5: She's at the, the R co-op here. I'll show you on the map. On the map. Whoa, C E J and, and Shamanda, you look really badly hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got really hurt, Derek, but you're looking swole and gobbledy. Yeah.
3: And yeah. here's a question. CEJ, have you ever met Derek before?
5: Yeah. yeah, we, we, he, he goes to my school and we went, uh, <laughs> we met, I mean, we've certainly met outside of the Christmas Possessed yeah. House. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Well, right. that
2: wasn't CEJ, though. That was at salamander. That's oh, true. that salamander.
3: That's right. That was J. Salamijay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you do know him, <laughs> CEJ? What is your relationship with
5: Derek like? Um, he's just as far as I know, he's just that weird kid who goes to school with me, and then started hanging out with the gang after I stopped hanging out with the gang. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, wait, what is this kid doing here? What? Really? Wait, Susan, really? CEJ, really? don't be weird about this, this. guy.
0: Yeah, this he's is- gonna help us.
5: Wait, really though, CEJ? Like what? Like I left for like a minute and then like what? You roped in just like some other kid? He's an angel. Okay. I mean, I could be nicer.
6: <laughs> okay. um, Derek, <laughs> go ahead and get to Crashly. But when you come back, we might need some heels.
5: Okay. I'll see you all very soon. Um, Shamanda? Yeah? I really like the style you've got going on.
0: <laughs> St- Oh, okay. Um. Okay. Um. Cool. <laughs> really, dude. Really. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. No. No no, no. 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 No.
3: And that's where we're going to end our episode for today. But this session didn't end here. So tune in next week for the fiery hot conclusion. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or give us a shout out on social media at Mystery County. Until next time, watch out for turkey lurkey time.
5: This
6: happened to us last week,
5: too. It's like when we moved our sheets, it mutes us. Yeah, if I come off the oh. TV tab, it mutes Move to your sheets. What's
3: going <laughs> on? <you>? Okay,
1: Jack, <laughs> I did say clip. Helen, yeah. it's funny when it's a mistake. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you love Star Wars but kind of wish you didn't? Then join us on the Expounded Universe podcast as we read through all the old Star Wars novels that took the galaxy far, far away that you know and love and turned it into a place where Han Solo can punch a giant otter and Luke Skywalker almost gets eaten by a giant gold-plated pillar of dinty Moore beef stew. Did you like Princess Leia? Well, too bad! Now she's a space racist! Don't believe me? You'll just have to listen to find out on Expounded Universe.